Today we'll learn a simple technique that can help you identify small changes to improve your daily life. In today's episode, we will explore how a straightforward rating scale can facilitate self-reflection. My hope is that this reflection will empower you to make positive changes, and those changes will reduce your frustration and overstimulation in your day-to-day life. By the end of today's episode, you will have walked through each of the five key cornerstones of being a stay-at-home mom, gaining insight into what's going well and what areas could benefit from improvement. Welcome to Mothering Together, the podcast where we collaboratively work towards making the stay-at-home mom experience less stressful and more enjoyable, even with ADHD. I'm Kayla Calabro, your host. Grab your favorite note-taking tools as we dive into this reflection together. Make sure to jot down important points as we go along. Let's get started. Welcome to the Mothering Together podcast. I'm your host, Kayla, and I am here to be your ADHD mom friend. Together, we're going to discover plausible and practical tips for stay-at-home moms with ADHD. It's not like the other podcasts out there where one woman found success doing XYZ strategy and she thinks anyone can do it. No, no, no. We're going to work through systems to find what works for women like you and me, who struggle with time management and organization, who have tried all the other things and they didn't work because they weren't individualized and for us personally. As a mom of two and with ADHD myself, I understand how challenging it can be to balance homemaking, raising those little lovable monsters and managing our own unique brains. But don't worry, you're not alone. Each week, I release a new episode on Wednesday where I discuss topics related to homemaking, parenting, and time management. I get to leverage my connections as a pediatric SLP to get interviews with experts in the fields of parenting and development. I share my own personal stories and the stories of moms from our community. And most importantly, I fill each of these episodes with practical tips that you can try today. The goal of each and every episode of this podcast is for you to have at least one at least one idea that will give you a whole heck of a lot more ease and a little bit less stress in your day-to-day life as a stay-at-home mom. Whether you are a stay-at-home mom with ADHD or you're just looking for ways to better manage your time in your home, I'm here to help. Go brew yourself the biggest cup of coffee that your Keurig can handle and let's dive in. All right, my friends, let's take a trip down memory lane to episode 10 where we delved into the five essential cornerstones of being a stay-at-home mom with ADHD. Grab your notes and write down the numbers one through five. We'll go through the cornerstones together. Number one, mothering. This cornerstone encompasses how we show up in our relationships with our kids, our approach to discipline, and our role as a mom. Number two, feeding your people. As you can imagine, this one revolves around the never-ending task of feeding your people, your partner, yourself, everybody in the house, and doing that in a way that not only fuels your bodies, but also feeds your souls. Number three, time management. Sometimes in order to manage your time effectively, you need to set aside dedicated moments to think about time itself. Do you have a specific time in your day when you look ahead to tomorrow? What about a time to glance at the upcoming week to make sure that there are no scheduling conflicts that might result in you having to pay the ADHD tax if you don't do something about it? Number four, 
is maintenance. These are the routine tasks that come up as you live your life and use your home. Just like a toilet that accumulates dirt through use, certain areas of your living space require cleaning and upkeep. It's not because you are unclean, but simply because they acquire that layer of grime as they're used. Or in my case, my car acquires a layer of goldfish crumbs each week that needs to be dealt with. Last one, number five, clothing your people. Have you ensured that everyone has clean, well-fitting clothes to wear? And what about yourself? Do you have outfits that make you feel confident and cute? I provided more detailed information about those five cornerstones in episode 10, but for now, let's just use them as a framework for our reflection. Now, I want you to go through each of these cornerstones and rate how each area of your life has been going on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 represents a complete disaster, while 10 signifies absolute perfection huge caveat here. I want to acknowledge that perfection isn't realistic or attainable or even something you really want, but it serves as a great reference point for this rating scale. So don't overthink it. This is just a gut check. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate mothering, feeding your people, time management, maintenance, clothing your people? Great job. Now that you have those numbers, we have two more steps. For each cornerstone, ask yourself the following two questions. Numero uno, why isn't my number lower? And number two, why isn't my number higher? I know you might be tempted to tackle these questions in reverse order, but I want you to begin with the first question. It prompts you to reflect on the positives and why isn't your number lower? This encourages you to recognize what's going well and what actions are bringing you satisfaction within each cornerstone. Feel free to hit pause if you need more time. Take your time and delve deep into each answer. The more thought and effort you put into this process, the greater impact it's gonna have. And that's it. That's the powerful reflection tool. Who would have thought that a simple one to 10 scale and two questions could bring such clarity into your life? Now it's time to take action. After jotting down what's going well and what could be improved, it's tempting to want to tackle everything at once. However, reel it in, my friend. I want you to select one task to start implementing. Look at your original ratings and pick the one with the lowest number. That's the area that feels the most challenging for you, and let's let's think about it. Let's think about one action that you can take every day for the next week until we meet again And that would raise your rating by just one point. What's one teeny tiny thing that you could do? Maybe it's expanding on what's going well. Maybe it's working on what's not working. Perhaps you need to build on the things that are going well, and maybe you need to make a shift to address what's going wrong. Here's my example. My lowest number right now is in the aspect of feeding my people. So the action I'm planning to take is committing to cooking and prepping food each night after bedtime. This way I can decrease some of the load during the day and I can reconnect with the part of me that actually likes cooking because I do not like cooking when I have little ones pulling on both my arms. However, it can be challenging to stay on track when you're the only one who's aware of your plan. So that can be a challenge and after I finish recording, I'm gonna go talk to my partner, my husband, and discuss 
this goal with him? What are you going to do to support yourself in this change? What are you going to change? How will you hold yourself accountable? If you need support, then head on over to our Facebook group, Mothering Together. If you're not already a member, you can find the link at motheringtogether.com. Make a post, share, say this week I'm going to blah, blah, blah. And if you see any of these posts coming up as they come up, right? I want you to be like a cheerleader and say, yes, send that silly Schitt's Creek gif, right? Both of your brains will love that support and it'll be so good. So there you have it. That's my little tool for assessing your schedule and your routine and evaluating how things are really going. And next week, I'll be sharing an amazing conversation that you won't want to miss. Our guest, Karen Mountjoy, is a registered dietitian, and the chat is packed with so much practical information. Have a fantastic week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Mothering Together. I hope you found it helpful and inspiring. If you want to keep the conversation going and connect with other amazing moms with ADHD, then I'd love for you to join our private Facebook group. It's a great way to get more tips, support, and community. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you have any burning questions or ideas for future episodes, I'm always here to help. So just shoot me an email at motheringtogetherpodcast at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Remember, you're not alone in this journey. We're all in it together and together we can create a more joyful and fulfilling life. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next episode.